No one knows what inspired Fred Harris to build a ski jump in a neighborhood in Brattleboro, Vermont. The native son must have known of the 400 million year old rocky outcropping off Cedar Street. But he didn't put two and two together until he came home after college and his service in the Navy. By that time, Harris was a world-class athlete and he wanted to bring ski jumping back to his hometown, which was already famous for velodrome racing, organ manufacturing, and healing springs. The rocky ridge proved the perfect place for a ski jump. It was very steep and tree-lined to protect jumpers from the wind. With $2,200 of his own money and the help of friends, he completed the Brattleboro Ski Jump just one week before the inaugural event on February 6th in 1922. Back then, ski jumping in New England was a novelty, but the sport was taking off, so to speak. In 1923, Brattleboro hosted the Vermont State Championships. Thousands came to cheer on the competitors. Winter became a celebration, and Brattleboro was jumping. In 1924, the first ski jump ball was held with music by Paul Whiteman's famous Leviathan Orchestra. More big bands followed, and everyone wanted a piece of the action. A man and woman rode a toboggan off the jump through a flaming hoop. Tobogganing became an added attraction, along with triple jumping. Yes, three off at the same time. In 1924, Fred Harris paid Cartier Jewelers $750 to fashion the Wing Ski Trophy to be given to any jumper who won three tournaments. Since then, it's been retired five times by jumping legends, including Hugh Barber of Brattleboro. The annual ski jump competition attracted some of the best jumpers in North America and Europe. As popularity grew, so did the crowds and competitors. In 1951, 10,000 spectators watched a record field of 164 jumpers compete in the national championships. That year, the hill was renamed Harris Hill Ski Jump. Of course, back in the beginning, the jump didn't look like it does today. Over time, repairs and improvements had to be made and the benefits brought new distance records. The local jumping talent competed with international fields, soaring 100, 200, 300 feet, at speeds up to 60 miles per hour. As the decades rolled by, more choices of winter sports came on the scene. The number of ski jumpers slowly dwindled, and Harris Hill, felt the decline. By 2005, it needed major repairs. For the next three years, members of the community banded together to raise money and rebuild Brattleboro's beloved landmark. The new 90-meter jump, built to International Ski Federation specifications, opened in 2009. Once again, thousands turned out to celebrate. 
The first person to take flight off New England's only Olympic-sized ski jump was hometown boy Spencer Knickerbocker. Ski jumping in Brattleboro was back. In any season, you can stand and peer up the hill and almost hear the same sounds that have reverberated across the valley for almost a century. The ringing cowbells, clattering skis on the icy inlet, the whoosh, and the slapping of skis as they return to Earth. All started with one man, Fred Harris, and a 400-million-year-old Rocky Ridge. You're listening to a reading by Peter Graves of the history of Harris Hill, produced by Sally Seymour for the Brattleboro Words Project. Self-guided audio tours of sites important in the history of words, funded by the National Endowment for the Humanities.